0: Did you guys know that eyeglasses were first invented by the Chinese? I had no idea. It was first recorded by Marco Polo around 1275. Uh, fireworks and eyeglasses. The Chinese are the bomb, bro. <laughs> this is Comedian Jonesy, and this is Weird AF News for Monday, July 31st. Let's get into it. There's so many weird stories involving... Animals and creatures and stuff. Woman calls 911 with a boa constrictor wrapped around her neck. <laughs> I think I've seen that lady before in Hollywood. A woman shocked 911 operators in Ohio when she called in to report she had a five foot long snake wrapped around her neck. It's amazing that she even got the phone up to her face, huh? <laughs> I have a boa constrictor st- 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 stuck t- to my face. <laughs> the Sheffield Lake woman said on the cell phone, according to Cleveland.com. She told them that the snake had latched onto her nose and she was unable to pry the mouth open. Wow, so it actually, with the snake wrapped around her nose, the call must have sounded more like this. I am a bow and stuck to my face. Please hurry. Please hurry. You think 911 thought that was a joke? If I was a nine one one operator, I'd be like, "Okay, lady, yeah, yeah, sure. You got a snake wrapped around your face, sure, yeah." And let me guess, you're riding a unicorn too? Yeah, you've been abducted by aliens? Come on. <laughs> the woman whose name has not been released for privacy reasons—I mean, I, I don't blame her. It's pretty embarrassing to get a snake wrapped around your face. Uh, or maybe she's a zookeeper, and she would lose her job if if word got out that she can't handle reptiles. <laughs> Turns out she was keeping the boa constrictor as a pet, so it tells you right there to think twice about boa constrictors as a pet. You know, I think you gotta sedate them, anyways, right? When you see them in Times Square and stuff, or like in Hollywood, when those people are holding the snakes, aren't they sedated a little bit? They're like, hey, take a picture with my snake, and you can put the they'll put the snake around a tourist, and then the tourist will take a selfie, and the snake doesn't like wrap around them; it just kind of chills. I'm wondering if they have them sedated or something. She told the 911 operator that she had rescued the snake the day before and that she also had nine ball pythons. Is that what she... She had time to tell the 911 operator all of that? That seems strange. It's like, okay, can you come? I'm dying here. Oh, yes. The operator's like, is that a boa constrictor? Like, where did you get that? Oh, I am... Um, you know, I found it yesterday. I'm just hanging out with it. it. I didn't think it would do this, but apparently, you know, this is what they do. I had no idea. By the way, I also have nine ball pythons. You know, I got several iguanas. And I'm I'm thinking about getting a fish tank and putting some piranha in it. Um, Can you guys hurry up, please? I'm dying over here. (laughs) I don't believe this article. (laughs) When the responders arrived, turns out she was laying in the driveway with blood around her. She was taken to the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. Firefighters say they had to cut off the snake's head to detach the reptile from her face. Did you know that they do that? That's how they have to do it. The snakes are so strong, you can't pry them off. You have to cut the head off. Poor woman was like, oh, but I found him yesterday. I wanted—I didn't get to cuddle with him hardly at all, just for a day. <laughs> well, guys, if you want to have a boa constrictor or other dangerous snakes, just be careful. Just don't let them hug you in the facial area. That's the thing, you know. Keep them somewhere safe, like around your your thigh or your, your wrist. I don't know. How about this? How about you just keep them in the cage and just... <laughs> Any of you guys own snakes? Call into my show. Tell me about it. I want to know what kind of snake you own, if it's poisonous. I did a story the other day about those people that put the venomous snakes inside the Pringles containers. You guys, man, we're just covering all the snake info here. Get your snake news, bro. Weird AF news. Guys, we're all going to be cyborgs someday. (laughs) A Wisconsin company is offering microchips to be installed in its employees. And this isn't the first time, but it's the first American company to do it. The company is known as Three Square Market. And they have more than 50 employees voluntarily getting implants on August 1st. The company calls it a chip party. Oh, isn't that nice? (laughs) You should just call it a Terminator party. It's in Rivers Falls, Wisconsin. And this chip is going to enable them to open doors, log into their computers, purchase break room snacks, all with a simple swipe of their hand. The president of the company said, we want to be at the forefront of this. This is something that's definitely coming, so we want to be in it. He thinks that this is going to be happening to all companies. I don't think so. I don't think this is going to be a thing. Far before workplaces will have it installed, the government will have it installed, and it'll have our social security number on it and that kind of stuff. That'll happen before everybody at the office gets it. So this is just a fun little experiment. We'll see how it goes. This is one of those technologies that sounds like it might create some kind of efficiency, but there's a downside that's too great for me, said Michael Zimmer, who teaches internet ethics and privacy at the college's School of Information Studies. Zimmer said that what's happening at that company, what they're trying to achieve can be done through less invasive means like with an iPhone app. Absolutely. That's completely correct. You can do all this crap with your iPhone. You just beep, beep, beep. You have everything on there with apps, so you don't need to put a chip in you. I think the government will put a chip in you eventually because they're going to want to keep a GPS track of your ass in some sort of dystopian future when the government rules us all like the book 1984 (laughs) or Brave New World or something like that. That's when it's going to happen. I don't know though. What do you guys think? First of all, the employees have volunteered to do this at this organization. They haven't been paid extra for it or anything. Would you volunteer to have this done at your workplace? Is this something? Would you go to the chip party and have them stick it in your... It goes in your hand between your thumb and your forefinger. And it's the size of a piece of rice. And it, they use a syringe to inject it into your skin. So, And apparently it's easy to get out. So it's not that big of a deal as far as physically putting it in you. So would you agree to have it done? I want to know. What are the ethical... Arguments on this. I want to hear both sides of it. Call into my show. Tell me what you think. Weigh in on this. Do you think it's a good idea? It's a bad idea. Do you think this is where we're headed? What do you think? What do you think about my idea that the government's going to do this to us at some point in the future? <laughs> that is definitely happening, by the way, hundred percent. You gotta, you better brace yourself for that shit. This is weird AF news. Make sure you favorite my show and please call in. Talk to me about this. As coincidental as this may sound, a woman was murdered on a cruise ship during the murder mystery dinner. Now, when I first read this headline, I was like, did it happen actually during the mystery dinner? Like in the movies and stuff, you know? But it didn't. This was like a serious case of murder involving a family. This all took place in Alaska on a cruise, and it ended in the death of a mother of three, which is super sad. Uh, Her name is Christy Manzanares. She was killed aboard the Emerald Princess. And the husband, Kenneth, has been charged with her murder. It looks like he will go to prison for this. And these poor kids are losing both their parents on a cruise ship during a murder mystery dinner. This is unbelievable. Kenneth and Christy were celebrating their anniversary with their three daughters and other family members. The details haven't come out yet, but it's clear that the husband has pretty much done the deed, and it happened to be taking place during the murder mystery dinner. Uh... In fact, some of the people that were in the murder mystery thought that they were just playing a hoax on them because there was all sorts of emergency calls, one of the passengers says. I don't know what brings people to do this kind of stuff. It's, just, it's crazy to me. You get your daughters with you and you still do this. I mean, this guy is a crazy person, a crazy person. But obviously he's been sane enough to raise three kids this whole time, and, and you don't see it coming. This should be an advertisement to just not go on cruise ships. They just bring you to the brink of madness, obviously. They're like the worst vacation choice ever. You're just stuck on this ship with 3,000 people. You you can't get away. You can't get away from your kids. You can't get away from your wife. I'm not saying it was okay for what he did. I'm just saying cruise ships are a horrible place. People lose their minds on cruise ships. I don't know what kind of security is on a cruise ship, but you need to beef up that security, and we need to have meds for people like this guy. When they get on a cruise ship, take your pills, sir. That's to keep you sedated so you don't murder anybody while you're on this boat. Goodness. I hate this kind of stuff. In 2015, the Catholic Church performed an exorcism on the entire country of Mexico due to the high murder rate that was going on in the country at the time. And guess what? It didn't work. This is Weird AF News. I'm your host, Comedian Jonesy, for Tuesday, August 1st. Let's get weird. This is weird AF. A 72-year-old Oklahoma woman annihilates a bunch of copperhead snakes using a shotgun, among other things. This woman is a hero. She's like a a total boss Terminator granny. Uh, (laughs) Some people think just because you've hit your 72nd birthday that you can't do things like eliminate snakes with big-time weapons. Well, no one's going to tell Mrs. Newby she can't do it, even at 72. No, she's all about it. 70-year-old grandma uses weapons to eliminate snakes that live underneath her house in Oklahoma because apparently poisonous snakes tend to do that when you live in Oklahoma. They, they burrow right under where you're sleeping. <laughs> That's comforting. WTVD, which I believe is a local Oklahoma news source of some sort, they reported that Mrs. Newby annihilated the copperheads after discovering a tangle of them underneath her home. Copperheads are not only venomous, but they are also more willing to bite humans. And that makes them particularly pesky. You got to watch out for those pesky, poisonous snakes that live underneath your porch. There was one witness to this super granny feat, and that was the neighbor, Mrs. Thompson, who who immediately took to Facebook to brag on behalf of Mrs. Newby. She posted a picture, which has subsequently been taken down. But I've posted the picture on my Twitter, and I've uh, posted a link to that as well, so you can check it out. Basically, it's just a grandma standing next to a bunch of dead snakes that she just easily destroyed the neighbor said mrs newbie killed 11 copperheads last night at her house she's a snake killer if you need help call her she is 72 years old just call 1-800 badass granny <laughs> no she didn't say that i just added the, the 1-800 number that should be a total legitimate business you call up badass grannies to come over to your house and do things like my kid won't do his homework. Call 1-800 Badass Granny. She'll make your kid do homework, or else, she'll pull a shotgun on him and scare the crap out of him. <laughs> that's how the, that's how Badass Grannies do it. The neighbor, Mrs. Thompson, later reported that in the end, Granny Newby killed a total of 17 snakes over the span of two or three days. That is so badass. My grandma's afraid of fruit flies. This grandma just like gets up and goes. You know what? I hear some hissing. I'm not going to tolerate that for very long. Hand me my shotgun, babe. And then the husband's like, what? What? No, you can't hear the hissing, Hank. So just give me the shotgun, Hank. I'll take care of it. <laughs> snakes, you say? Maybe you should call the uh maybe you should call animal control. Animal control's are for wussies. Now give me my shotgun, babe. <laughs> I did a little research on copperheads because I was like, are these really common in North America? Apparently, they are. They are the most commonly seen North American snake. They're the most likely to bite and their venom is, well, fortunately for us, it's only relatively mild and their bites are rarely fatal to humans, so we're good there. There's pictures of these copperheads that I've seen. Yep, I've seen the pictures on the Googles and they... They look like copper. They look like they're made of copper. So I guess that's how you spot them. It's pretty easy. You can encounter them from southern New England all the way to Texas. So these things are so these things are pretty common, and they are a type of pit viper, which sounds scary as hell, but uh, these aren't so bad. Well, give it up for Granny. If you got a story about your Grammy being a total boss, please call me and tell me about it. I would love to hear it. It's nice to know that there's 70-year-old women out there that don't take any crap. <laughs> So in Honolulu, you can get arrested for being a zombie. When you're crossing the street, make sure you put your phone away in Honolulu because the city became the first major city to pass legislation targeting texters and other distracted walkers as they step off the curb. Basically, it's illegal to text while crossing the street in Honolulu. That's right. Mayor Kirk Caldwell signed the bill, also known as the Distracted Walking Law, on Thursday after it passed 7-2 earlier this month by the city council. That's great. We hold the unfortunate distinction of being a major city with more pedestrians being hit in crosswalks, particularly our seniors, than almost any other city in the county. Sounds to me like that's a problem with the seniors in Honolulu. Is there a big time senior texting population in Honolulu? Oh, these seniors on their phones. They can't keep their face up from the phone. Oh yeah, these seniors in their smartphones, always texting and walking these seniors. (laughs) That seems strange. (laughs) I'm going to say that it's not seniors so much as it's teenagers, right? That seems like it would be teenagers to me. This this is weird. I think the seniors are getting hit because they just can't see. That's what's happening. <laughs> you should pass a law that makes your seniors get stronger prescription glasses in Honolulu rather than the texting. <laughs> I think that's what's going on. Are you ready for the fines because these are pretty hefty amounts? First time violators will be will be fined $15 to $35. Second time violators 35 to $75. If you get ticketed a third time in the same year, $75 to $99. So you just take your face out of your Snapchat, you damn seniors. These seniors, they're just, you know what they're doing is they're walking and they're tindering. That's what's happening. The law doesn't only target cell phone users, by the way. You'll be happy to know it also targets those using laptops, digital cameras, or video games. They are also expected to not look at them while crossing the street. I love how they worded that. You're required not to look at your devices as you're crossing the street. You should take your eyes up and be mindful of the fact that you could die because you're crossing a street. (laughs) You would think that people would just use their common sense and know that if you're crossing a street, you may be hit and killed by a truck. So keep your eyes up. But no, I guess that's not the case. And it's these damn seniors, I'm telling you. I love how it also says you can't look at your laptop. Is it? Are people looking at their laptop as they cross the street? I don't think I've ever seen that before. I'm just working a spreadsheet as I cross the street. <laughs> wow, so funny. Well, I went. I tried to find some stats for this. Uh, apparently, more than eleven thousand injuries resulted from phone-related distractions while walking in the United States between two thousand and two thousand eleven according to a University of Maryland study published in 2015. 11,000 I'm going to say there's way more than that. It's just most of the people were too embarrassed to report it. <laughs> Efforts to save pedestrians from being killed on their phones extend beyond America's shores. London has experimented with padding lamp posts to soften the blow for distracted walkers, according to the independent newspaper. That's hilarious. You make soft lampposts, so that <laughs> no, you can just keep your face in your phone. Just know that everything you run into is now gonna be soft. We're gonna create a soft world for you idiots. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna make lampposts made out of marshmallow peeps so that you can just smash your face right into them. It's no problem. It's no problem. In Germany, the city of Augsburg last year embedded traffic signals into the ground near the tram tracks to help downward fixated pedestrians avoid injury, local media reported. Now you have a city in Germany who put the traffic signals into the ground because they know that everybody's walking with their face down. That's awesome. I love how we've just augmented the world to allow idiots to walk around like zombies with their face in their phones. Look, people, we have to get these people to do it themselves. You can't just make the environment fold to them and their stupid habits, you know. How are you going to teach them a lesson? No, they need to be hit by a bus once in a while to learn, you know. It's called Darwinism, baby. (laughs) Do you think we should be changing the environment to make it easier for people to keep their face on their phone? I think No. I think the Honolulu law is better because at least it gives them a fine and it makes them, hey, keep your head up, you moron. I love that. I think we need more laws like that. What do you think? A Mexican teenager dies after drinking liquid meth in front of smiling U.S. border officers. 16-year-old Mexican high school student Cruz Velasquez is shown on CCTV footage taking the drink after he was stopped from entering the U.S. at a border crossing. He died within two hours of what experts call a massive overdose of methamphetamines. The sad part is the officers were not reprimanded or prosecuted, and they're still working today. This is sad. Um, The video that I saw here, you can't really see the faces of the officers, but they are sort of saying, hey, drink it, drink it. They're motioning to him to drink it. This is apparently after they suspected that it was some sort of drug in the bottles. So... My question is, instead of having him drink it right there, why don't you just test and see what's in there? I'm assuming you have drug testing kits. You are a border patrol on the Mexican border, a border known for you know having moles, drug moles, come through constantly. So you have a drug test kit there. Why don't you just test them and then arrest the person if it's drugs? This is just total malpractice here. I mean, it's ridiculous. What kind of training do these people have? I don't understand it. I'm not saying it's easy to be U.S. Customs and Border Protection officers, but, I mean, come on. This is elementary, all right? You think it's drugs? Well, put them in a cell and test and see if it's drugs. You don't go, hey, snort it. Hey, we think those might be drugs. No, it's not drugs. It's baby powder. All right, well, snort it. Snort it. i want to see it. <laughs> what kind of professionalism is that? It's not. The story is very sad. Uh, the contents of the bottles were later found to be 100 times stronger than a typical dose of methamphetamine. Within minutes, the boy was sweating profusely and shaking, and his blood pressure rose. He was quickly unable to stand. He was taken into custody before being rushed to the hospital, handcuffed to a gurney where he died. So he's not even immediately taken to the hospital. He's taken into custody first. How about that? I'm going to put a link to the video here, and you guys take a look, and you tell me what you think. Do you think that these officers need to be punished in some sort of way i don't know look i get it it's a hard job but come on there's some pretty simple rules that you follow if you think someone has drugs you don't say take it take it that just seems wrong to me i mean I, i don't have that kind of training but that just seems matter of fact to me and what should the penalty be for these border patrol officers if they should be reprimanded what do you think that should be The family of this boy has gotten a lawyer, and they're suing, apparently, which is probably right. Um, But the lawyer mentioned that this boy was hired as a mole and paid to transport these bottles to the U.S. The teenager had been told his sister would be killed if he failed to cross the border. So you got these drug cartels, you know, sending people over. This is just a—I mean, the situation down there is just crazy. It's crazy. Because this is the situation, you need to have a Border Patrol that is on point. And in this instance, it doesn't seem to be the case. That's just my opinion. Is the Outback Steakhouse the headquarters of a satanic ritual out to destroy the world? (laughs) That's what one Twitter user has suggested. Eat my aesthetics using maps and whatnot. Notice that the layout of Outback's locations in several cities bear an eerie resemblance to a pentagram, a symbol used within Wiccan practice and in ancient cultures but is also often associated with the practice of satanic worship. So, of course, the Twitter community came together to figure out just what Outback Steakhouse is planning. What are you up to, Outback? Are you trying to be a spoon of Satan? <laughs> it, went, it went pretty nuts on Twitter, and eventually, Outback responded. <laughs> I love when companies respond to ludicrous claims. You know they have to now in social media. You know they have to address it. A lot of them will just run with it and make fun with it, and I think that's what the Outback Steakhouse here did when they wrote one of their tweets. Anyways, was if the bloomin' onion is evil, then we don't want to be nice. (laughs) I imagine all Outback Steakhouse tweets sound like that, but really it's just a coincidence. It turns out that with almost a thousand locations, there's bound to be some crazy shapes if you look hard enough at the layout of Outback Steakhouse's on your maps of the world. So yes. If you did that with Starbucks, you could come up with some crazy shapes. Like, oh Starbucks, they're putting locations in the shape of in the shape of what? A circle? They're everywhere. They're all around me. There's Starbucks everywhere I look. <laughs> this Outback one is pretty funny though. I'm going to retweet the original tweet so you guys can see the pentagram shape involving several locations of the Outback Steakhouse. When you break it down, it's pretty frightening. Next time I go to an Outback Steakhouse, I'm going to ask the waitress if she's got any weird tattoos or something. Or perhaps she's got in the back room there. Maybe they've got a pentagram with candles back in the kitchen. I'm going to say, you take me there. I want to see you prove to me that you don't have a, you're not sacrificing virgins back there in the kitchen. <laughs> Do you sacrifice virgins in your kitchen? I see a menu item that costs 666. Is it? Are you trying to kill us with that one? Right there? If I order that one that costs 666, are you going to bring a demon to my table? This is a, a combination Australian and English accent. I, I never said I was the best at accents. I just like to do them. Weird AF. Weird AF. Thanks for listening to Weird AF with your host Jonesy. Make sure you favourite this show, and make sure you look, give me a little clapsy. Yep, you know, hit the clap button. Maybe write a little comment. Call my station. Call us up. If you worship the devil, you could still call. It's all right. I don't discriminate. Just call in. If you are the devil, call in. I'd like to hear from you. Got some questions.